0: Welcome, everybody, to Twisted News, where we'll get you informed on a couple of strange and crazy stories currently happening in the world. Today, we're talking all about connections. So in our first story, we're looking at two gruesome crimes and one very strange thing that links them together, something you never really think of, and that's ice cream. Then we're headed to Australia. There always seems to be something interesting going on. And with this story, two people got to know one another online and eventually decided to meet up. Once they did, the disturbing acts they committed will shock you. Before we get into it, if you enjoy this podcast, then you should really enjoy our other one called Every Town. Over there, we dive into the most messed up stories from all around the U.S., one story at a time, and they only run around 25 to 30 minutes, so. You're in and out, and by the end of each one, hopefully, you've had your mind blown. Every town has a dark side, and over there, we bring those stories into the light. Now, get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number one, ice cream murder. Usually, when you go out and eat ice cream with friends, the day ends on a high note. Eating desserts is known to boost the feel-good hormones and also kind of wraps up a nice meal and conversation with the people you just ate with. However, in Beaver County, Pennsylvania, ice cream is being looked at as the possible link to two crimes, one recently brought to justice and another one still unsolved. On May 13, 2018, 33-year-old Aliquippa teacher Rachel Del Tondo went out with friends for ice cream after going home briefly. They hung out at Hank's frozen custard before heading back home late in the evening. Rachel's friends dropped her off at her parents' home around 10.45 p.m. and she even waited for Rachel to get to the side door before driving off. However, despite this thoughtful effort, Rachel was still shot multiple times at close range outside the family's home and died on the spot just about four minutes after the friend drove off. The odd thing was she was found at the edge of the driveway, not near the side door of the house. Authorities started their investigation and interviewed the then 20-year-old Sheldon Jeter Jr. Rachel's parents, Joe and Lisa, Both believed that Sheldon was the one who killed their daughter, and they reported that the young man was obsessed with Rachel, mistaking her friendliness for something romantic. But Sheldon's camp denies these allegations. According to Sheldon's lawyer, Rachel and Sheldon were having some sort of a relationship. Sheldon apparently also had an alibi during the murder incident, as he was at his grandparents' home looking after his grandfather. Despite all this information, nothing ever came from it, and no one was arrested. Then, a couple years later, just two days after the second anniversary of Rachel's murder, another killing happened. Disturbingly, there are a few things that happened that were eerily similar to Rachel's case. On May 15, 2020, just before midnight, 911 received a call from a motorist who reported a dead man lying on Keel Street He'd been shot seven times, five of which were in the head. The deceased was identified as 30-year-old Tyreek Pugh. He resided at 127 Orchard Street in Aliquippa, the same place where Sheldon lived. The house belonged to Michael Moreland, Sheldon's uncle. Apparently, Tyreek lived on and off at the Moreland residence and was considered as part of the family, both by Sheldon and Michael himself. According to their investigation, similar to where Rachel last went before her murder, earlier that evening, Tyreek went to an ice cream shop. He, along with Sheldon and Michael, went out to Hopewell Township to hang out at Brewster's Ice Cream, and it seemed as though the trio went home after that. Later, Tyreek and Sheldon left the house again. CCTV footage showed the two leaving together and later, Sheldon returning alone. In another part of the footage, Sheldon's vehicle was seen leaving the street where Tyreek was murdered shortly after the crime occurred. When authorities searched Sheldon's room, they found a gun tucked under his mattress and it matched the bullet casings found at the crime scene. All this led him to being charged with first-degree murder for Tyreek's death and he may get a life sentence without parole for it. As for Rachel's case... There were a lot of speculations involving her killing. Apparently, Rachel told people close to her that she felt the police were stalking her for exposing the secrets of corruption in their city to a local online media company. The county's district attorney made a statement that they'd make an announcement regarding Rachel's case as soon as they are ready to present the pieces of evidence that could win the case beyond a reasonable doubt. It's quite sad to think about how both victims coincidentally went out to ice cream shops to enjoy their evenings and ended up being murdered. A true testament to how uncertain life is. One moment, you're having a nice, enjoyable time with family and friends. And the next moment, you're gone. Number 2. Bizarre Horror House In this digital age, meeting people from all over the world is fairly normal for anybody who has social media accounts. People nowadays are able to make friends, start romantic relationships, and even reconnect with people from their past thanks to social media. Even people who normally have difficulties creating connections and relationships in real life are able to connect with strangers online. The anonymity of the internet offers a certain sense of comfort and courage to its users. People tend to be more open about their vulnerabilities online because of the invisible veil that they're hiding behind. This only proves that it's not always rainbows and butterflies on social media. Some people use the internet for their dark intent, and this story is not different from that. Only, it's both disturbing and sad. A couple of Australian strangers who met online became friends. They created a special bond over their conversations about their pains and interests. 48 year old Sonia Kovacevic from Queensland met 52 year old Barry Houston from Brisbane in a chat room on Wire Club. Nitro and Sonjack075, Barry and Sonia's usernames respectively, clicked, and soon transferred their conversations to Discord. There, they openly discussed their personal struggles, and Sonia shared about her crippling anxiety, depression, and PTSD. Barry told her he'd also experienced the same things, minus the PTSD. He also added that he was afraid of opening up to people. They also talked about the mundane. This connection, for most people, would most likely seem innocent and friendly. However, Barry's long-distance girlfriend, Karina Van Leeuwen, would only describe it as a match made in hell. Karina also described both as ones who have tormented souls. Two weeks after they met and became close online, Sonia and Barry decided to meet up. Barry traveled all the way to Kalundra West on the Sunshine Coast from his Brown Plains home over this encounter would actually become the last for the duo. At about 6.30 in the evening of March 21st, 2022, both of them were found dead in the backyard of a home in Kalundra West. They had fatal gunshot wounds. Their bodies were immediately discovered because prior to the murder-suicide pact, Sonia called the police to tell them that she planned to take her own life. Upon arriving, authorities noticed the high-powered rifle that was used by the duo, believed to be owned by Barry. Investigators say that Barry first shot Sonia, before eventually turning the gun on himself. Authorities also noticed just how meticulous the plan was, even calling it clinical, most likely to make sure that none of them would come out of it alive, breaking the pact. Police also took note of items neatly packed into boxes, most likely by the pair, before taking their lives. Further investigations revealed that Barry and Sonia devised their murder-suicide pact within the two weeks that they were talking online, and this left Karina shocked at what transpired from the online meet. Authorities later revealed that Sonia, was known to local police for non-criminal matters, she also had family court issues when she passed. Barry, who was described as a gentle giant, was a hunter who enjoyed hunting and playing computer games. He also had a gun collection, which he used on his hunting trips. Due to chemical exposures in his last job, he had been on disability pension for about two decades prior to his death. There are reasons why many people find it easier to confide in strangers than those they know personally, mainly because of the lack of contact. so there's less prying and less judgment from the other person. These types of conversations supposedly help us feel better, but this wasn't the case for Barry and Sonia. While they seem to have made a good connection with their pains, they, including the people around them, didn't realize just how much their struggles... And already consume them. So there were two of the most horrifying cases we have for this week. If you guys like this podcast, then remember to check out our YouTube page called Scary Mysteries, where we have actual visuals for each and every one of these episodes. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one.